Welcome to the Purity for Life podcast, episode 169. My name is Frank Honus. Back after a long break, we've got some great content for you this week, including our feature segment on seasons of refinement, as well as an excellent purity tip for all married folks. How do we relate in a healthy way to the opposite sex? For more information on this podcast and other great content, visit purityforlife.me. talk about the season of refining. And I'm literally, as I record this, walking through a season of refinement where the Lord is is refining uh, quite a number of things in my life. And uh, you you might call it refining, you might call it uh, restoration, you might call it it renovation, (laughs) uh, or even excavation. Um, But the Lord is really... Uh, bringing up a lot of stuff in my life and bringing to the surface a lot of impurities uh, that I haven't really dealt with in the last eight years. Um, I, I've turned a lot of corners in the area of sexual addiction uh, in my life. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not addicted to pornography anymore, and or masturbation or sexual, sexual fantasy. And I, I thank the Lord that. Uh, eight years ago, he helped me to begin to walk the process of recovery and uh, walk through a season where it felt like I was being squeezed out, literally like a toothpaste tube, and just a narrowing was taking place in my life. And I feel like I'm walking through my life right now. I'm walking through another kind of refining season, and that sort of began at the end of uh, at the end of June uh, with some physical issues that was that I was kind of walking through and going dealing with in my life and um which brought about a lot of anxiety and brought about a lot of fear and a lot of other emotions began to make their way to the surface of my heart that um to be honest with you were pretty ugly and i felt like through you know through talking with my wife and talking with other individuals that i was really beginning to walk through a season uh, unlike any other in my life where I, I just felt like I was walking through this incredible, incredible, um, journey of, you know, God literally digging through all the junk in my heart and bringing it to the surface stuff that has been buried even below the addiction that I dealt with and that I was walking in recovery from. It was almost as if God was saying, I want to go deeper. I want to go even deeper in your life than I've ever gone before. And I think about the scripture in, in Isaiah, Isaiah 48, chapter 48, verse 10, which says, I have refined you. He actually says at the very beginning of that verse, he says, see, as if he's trying to get us to, to really focus on that. See, I have refined you, though not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. And I feel like, um, even though there, there have been a lot of moments that have been really difficult and hard and, 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 and challenging, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade the last two months of my life for anything. And, and I believe me, I'm still walking through this. I'm still walking through this, uh, journey right now, this season of refining. Uh, and I want to talk about this, that this week on the pot, on the, uh, on Purity for Life on Anchor. 
and and talk about what it means to be refined in your life, what it means for God to do a new work in you, to, to start pulling out things in you that you never knew were there. And so I hope you'll join me this week on Purity for Life as we talk about refining. I want to share very personally about some of the, the things that I'm learning in my season, and I hope you guys will be blessed by it. So we'll see you again tomorrow on Purity for Life. God bless. Real quickly, I want to encourage you also to to call in. Please call into the station, uh, Purity for Life station, and tell me uh, what is what have uh, been seasons in your life that have been uh, really, really difficult for you, really challenging for you, uh, seasons that you might look back at and say, you know what, that was a really hard season for me, but I I became a better person, and you know the Lord helped me to to grow deeper in my relationship with him or, uh, you know, become a better husband or, or father uh, or, or wife or mother or whatever, you know, role that you play. But just looking back in your life, what have been some of the most significant, maybe difficult, uh, maybe challenging, but some of the most significant seasons where you almost feel like the Lord's been refining where you were kind of being groomed and refined in your life. So what I want to share with you guys today about a little bit is to kind of start this conversation um, is probably starting at at one of the most simplistic uh, ways or maybe one of the the biggest questions people have when they walk through seasons or maybe when they walk through circumstances or trials, uh, things that are painful, things that don't feel good. Maybe it's the loss of of a, of a family member or a spouse or some kind of death or sickness, um, but any kind of circumstance that's painful is why. <laughs> it's that question of, of why. Why uh, is this happening right now? Why is this happening to me? You know, and I think a lot of times we we really personalize that question, and if we're not careful, I think sometimes what we do is we we really sort of direct and aim that question towards God and and sort of ask, you know, kind of pointing the finger and blaming him for what we're going through and that God is somehow the author, the chief uh, orchestrator of our pain and all the crap that we're walking through. And let me just stop and say that that, that uh, all, all of that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, the, the, the truth is that trials and, and seasons of growth, and I, I would sort of categorize a lot here together, you know, circumstances and trials, even seasons like I feel like I'm walking through right now, seasons of refining, um, where there's things being, uh, that I'm walking through emotions that I'm, you know, sort of trying to surrender and purge out of my life, uh, with the Lord's help, of course, um, all those things, uh, they can be painful. But I believe with all my heart, the Lord is doing it for my good. And I think if we're able to, um, the, the longer we sort of walk through something and with, with more focus and clarity from people around us, from maybe our spouse, from our family, our, our friends, uh, those who are close to us, especially uh, the Holy Spirit, right? And your times of, of quiet and intimacy and, and, and worship, um, we we really can come to a place of, um, of contentment and a place of, you know, peace, really. The Bible says, um, 
the Bible says in Isaiah that you, it says you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because his eyes are, uh, you will keep in per perfect peace. Um, you will keep in perfect peace the man who is steadfast because his, his eyes and his mind are fixed on you. And that is the place that we need to be at. All right, so going back to what the Bible says in Isaiah, you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is fixed on you because he trusts in you. That is really the place that I have been learning to get to in my the last couple months in this season of refinement. Um, I've really tried to keep my eyes on the underlying emotions and the, uh, the impurities that are really being brought up in my heart, in my life. I mean, there's just a lot of junk, right, that we all struggle with. And uh, post-addiction into recovery, um, I, you know, just self-confession over the last eight years, I've dealt with, a, you know, dealt fully and completely with a lot of the addiction issues. And they're not, they're not issues in my life anymore. But really feel like the Lord was saying, you know, there's, there's just, there's emotions and there's anger and there's impatience and, and insecurity and, and fear and all kinds of things within you that needs to come out. And I want God to do the, the, the deep heart work inside of me. I want him to do the surgery to remove those things, to heal those things. Um, I don't want to live in that place. And so if the Lord has, um, you know, for whatever reason or just life uh, or, you know, the fact that, that I have, you know, uh, pretty intense allergies or, you know, sinus issues or, you know, whatever whatever reason that these initial physical issues started to come forth. Um, and there could be a thousand things. Why? But. You know, thank the Lord, I was able to see um, recently an ENT who hopefully has uh, identified the uh, the main issue. Um, I'm trusting in that, but or trusting in the Lord for that. But um, you know, for whatever reason, this all started happening the last couple months. I am so thankful that I've been able to walk through the process that I have to unwrap the stuff that has been really sort of buried beneath. Um, you know, ways in which I respond to the people around me and how I handle stress and, and anxiety and all those things. And um, So, you know, I, I, I don't really remember asking the question. Well, I have a couple times, actually. Uh, that's, that's not the, the entire truth. But, you know, asking the question, why me, in the midst of a, of a season, in the midst of a trial or circumstance, um, it's not really helpful. Um, even though it's just the reality, we do ask that question. Everybody has stuff that they walk through. Everybody has trials and circumstances that they walk through. Uh, we don't understand completely why, but I believe in, in the midst of it that the Lord, that there's so much potential for God to use that season in your life to make you a better person, to make you a better, let me say this, to make you a better reflection of Him. And so, you know, that, that's sort of the, the, the word today. That's sort of the encouragement today is, um, you know, instead of asking why me, let's start asking God, what, what are you trying to teach me through this season? What do you, what, what am I, what do I need to learn through this season? You know, how, how can I, how can I become more like you? What are the things that within me need to, to come up or come out? Uh, what are you trying to do in my life right now? And sort of, uh, 
you know, do our best. And I know it's hard because I've struggled over the last couple months, even, you know, up to the last, this past weekend with, with many, many doubts and, and, uh, you know, uh, anxieties and fears and whatnot. But there comes a certain point where I don't want to go back to those places. I don't want to go back to the enemy, you know, the devil having a foothold in my life and having, uh, creating a space, allowing him to live uh, in my mind, in my heart with questions and lies and, and all these things that, um, you know, as a son of God, you know, I, I, I have the power that raised Christ from the dead living within me. And so I'm not going to allow, I'm not going to share space and room in my heart for lies and for, you know, deceptions and for uh, anxiety and fear and all those things that the enemy wants to bring in our lives. So I'm not I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to allow it in. So today, if you have a, if you're walking through a, a situation, you're walking through a season right now. I'm walking through a season that I'm calling refinement. But if you're walking through a season of, you know, trials, circumstances, hard times, struggles, uh, maybe it's addiction, uh, whatever it might be, I would love to be able to encourage you. Just want you to know that the Lord loves you. That there's a purpose for the pain. There's a purpose within the pain and that you can do it. You can make it. So keep fighting. Hang in there. On the last segment, we talked about sort of the why me syndrome to, you know, seasons of refinement, seasons of circumstances and trials the why me uh, syndrome, as I, as I kind of call it. Why me? Why is this happening to me right now? What's going on? Why, God, are you allowing this to me, to happen to me? And, you know, the, the reality is that instead of, you know, asking that question, because that can be a very, you know, uh, that can be a question that really sucks you into the circumstance and really brings a lot of negativity and a lot of depression and a lot of oppression uh, to your life. Um, and instead of asking that question, we talked about how, you know, it's important to ask, what can I learn through this trial? What is God trying to teach me? How can I become a better person? How can be, how can I become, a, you know, a really not, not just even a better me, but a, more like Jesus, um, through, through the circumstance. But so on this segment, on, on this segment, I want to share with you guys and talk a little bit about, um, since we talked about the why me syndrome, I want to talk about the why not reality. And, you know, asking that question of our circumstances and our trials and the things that we walk through. Why not? Uh, the reality is that we are going to walk through very difficult seasons, seasons we don't understand, trials we don't understand, circumstances that seem totally bizarre. And the question, why not, is just, you know, the reality is that we're human and we're going to walk through those things. We're going to walk through tough seasons. We're going to walk through loss and we're going to walk through pain. And the very opposite of, you know, we should be doing the very opposite of blaming God and we should actually be gravitating to the Lord and what he has for our, for our ideas and, or for our lives, what he wants to do in our lives, how he wants to change us, transform us. Um, as I kind of shared with some friends, um, this past weekend, I want God to, you know, uh, I'm praying for restoration. I'm praying for revelation. I'm praying for excavation of a lot of stuff that's buried deep within. So 
I want to share a scripture with you guys when we come back on Purity for Life. We come back, uh, I want to share a passage of scripture that I think is really eye-opening and, and really can speak a lot to us. We'll be back uh, on Purity for Life. All right, we are back on Purity for Life. Thank you guys so much again for listening. I want to, uh, just before we jump back into our, our subject and topic uh, for this week, I want to encourage you to check out purityforlife.me. Purityforlife.me is the website, um, and for the website for all the content that we share helping individuals with, um, you know, find sexual integrity through Jesus. That is the goal and the mission for Purity for Life. So lots of great stuff on the website, articles and content, uh, articles, links, resources, uh, the, all the past and previous uh, podcasts, all the way back to episode one. Um, I think it's a wealth of information. We help um, men, women, and couples. My wife uh, helps me with uh, working with, with, uh, with females and wives who are walking with their husbands who struggle. And it's just been an incredible ministry. I think as of the last six months, she's probably gotten more hits on the website than I have. Lots more co- correspondent. But the, re- you know, here's the reality is that there's a lot of wives out there who are hurting and broken from their husband's addiction. And so we want to, you know, make ourselves available to you if you need help and support, uh, in your life. Guys, uh, you can send me a message there on the website and, uh, wives, you can also reach Tracy as well. So purityforlife.me. Go on there and check out all the resources available. Okay, so back to this subject on um, talking through the season of refinement, season of refining that I'm walking through, but trying to share what I'm learning through this uh, with you guys. And so today we're talking about the um, the why not reality. So why why not why why are we so opposed and so uh, against walking through circumstances? Well. I think it's within our nature to want to run from pain, and I think it's within our nature to want to run from struggle. I know it is with me, and it has been the last couple months at time, you know, uh, during different different moments. Uh, but I, I found that this scripture in James has been a real um, great reminder. I think it's a really great reminder for all of us as we walk through the various situations that we do. Um, you know, maybe it's loss of a loved one, a spouse. Maybe it's um, just, uh, you know, some financial, you know, financial struggles and difficulties you're having, you know, trying to just to pay the bills, um, or if it's health related, physical related. Um, but I love what James says in, in James chapter one, it's this is verses, um, two through, uh, two through four. It says, consider it. And I love how he just, he just kind of hits you right between the eyes here. It just goes right for the, right for the, the gut here. Um, right for the throat in the very first phrase. Consider it pure joy. Pure joy. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. He just says, you know, it's joyful. Man, consider it an amazing, awesome thing. I wonder how many of us just, you know, think that. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith the testing you're walking through, the trials you're walking through, testing and stretching you uh, as a believer produces perseverance. That is the goal of all this, perseverance. And it says, "Let verse 4 says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be, may be, uh, excuse me, may be mature and complete, 
not lacking anything. So what is the goal of all this? What is the goal of, you know, what is, what's all the crap going on? What, what's, what's the end game, right? What's this supposed to lead to? Is it supposed to lead to more pain? Is it supposed to lead to my destruction? Is it supposed to lead to my demise? No, it's supposed to lead to this one key thing, perseverance, that your perseverance would lead to a maturity, right? A wholeness, a completeness. It says what? What does it say? Produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. It's so that you can be a deeper, uh, more fuller, a, a, a person with more character, more, more grit, more tenacity, right? More endurance than you ever had so that you can grow to be tough, not tough exterior on the outside where you don't feel anything, but you, so that you can gain a toughness about you so that it, you don't just fall. You don't just, you know, blow away with the wind. You're not like the leaves. Um, and God really wants to build in that kind of character into us. He wants to build in that kind of endurance and perseverance so that we can make it through the tough times and tough seasons and we can show people how good he is ultimately. All right, we're back and just sharing with you guys about the why not reality of our circumstances, of our trials that we walk through. It's so that we can develop perseverance and that perseverance will lead to maturity. It will lead to us being complete and whole, not lacking anything. Um, it's so that we can grow and become tougher people, people who, uh, when they walk through trials and circumstances that they can, we can point to a God who loves us, who's very real and very present. Um, no matter what you might think or feel or believe right now, God is very present to your needs and very present to your circumstances. And, um, I need to remind myself of that today. And there's lots of times that I need to remind myself of that. I should have done a better job of reminding myself of that the last couple months, but I'm thankful for all the ways that he's walked with me through the last, um, you know, the last, last two months or so. And, and just the things that he's continuing to walk with me through, um, it's not quite over with, um, still walking through the, the journey and there's still questions ahead and there's still, you know, things to, um, you know, wisdom to ask for as I walk through my particular season. So I just want to ask you the question, what are you walking through right now? What is the um, trial and the season that you're walking through that is uh, just feels really hard, feels really difficult that you're asking? Maybe you're, you know, like earlier this week asking, why me? <laughs> uh, that's the reality. Why am I walking through this? Why, why is this all happening to me right now? But I hope that you can get to make that transition from that, from why me to why not? Um, you know, the, the, that is that is really the question. Why not? Why why would you be the exception? Why am I the I'm, you know, not the exception to the rule. We're all human beings. We're all uh, susceptible to pain. We're all susceptible to circumstances, and so that is you know that is the reality of life. So, um, but just remember that passage in James, James chapter one, verses four to six. There, lots of good things that James just reminds us there. So I encourage you to go back and. And, uh, and just take a listen to that and take a, you know, read over that scripture, really ingest it and allow God to walk with you through your trial and through your circumstance. What can I learn from this season? What, what is God trying to teach me about myself? What should I be trying to learn? Um, 
through the process, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today some more is that word process. And um, so I, w- I want to touch on that today. And, and I think about the scripture as we kind of kick this off, kick this segment off. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. This is Proverbs 3, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 through uh, 5 or 6, I think. Trust in the Lord with all your hearts. Don't depend on your own understanding, right? Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, acknowledge God. And he will make your path straight. It's a huge scripture. It's very, uh, very common that you've probably heard that a lot. Uh, one of the most quoted passages in the Bible. But for me, it's also been one of the most meaningful lately in my life. That um, as I was reading the last couple days in my devotions, um, an author was writing about how uh, her, her desire and her heart's cry has been this. God, I trust in your process. And when she starts to feel that that pressure and that that encroachment from you know the the, the season she's walking through or the 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 ways the enemy would try to discourage her, is just the you know just this prayer. God, I trust in your process. And the reality, and um, another reality, I guess you could say, another great promise is that the Lord is walking with us through a process of becoming more like Him. And the process is good. It's not for our pain. It's not for our, um, it's not for our punishment. It's not to make us feel bad. Um, it's not to make us feel you know, like a loser um, or to, to feel, uh, feel devastation or, um, or depression. It's to help us to grow. And so I want to talk a little bit more about process when we get back on Purity for Life. So thanks you guys, thank you guys so much for listening today. We'll be right back. All right, so we're talking about the season of refinement, uh, seasons of refining in our lives. And thinking back on my, my season which I feel like this current season that I'm walking through probably began about, you know, probably began at the end of June, um, where I really felt like uh, some real physical, real fit, really weird physical issues, uh, in my uh, sinuses and in my head and different things like that. And I initially didn't really worry about it. didn't really concern me. And then it kind of continued and, um, just, you know, lots of, Lots of steps basically um, culminated in um, a visit to an ENT, which I also I went back to yesterday and found out well found out a couple weeks ago that I had a deviated septum. Which, if you know what a deviated septum is, it is a um, you know where the wall of your nose, the middle of your nose, um, is bent to the left or to the right. And can, a lot of times can happen from an injury or you know contact sports. Or sometimes you're just born with it, and it can just causes a lot of issues. It can cause a lot of breathing issues and um, some you know smellish you know smelling, having trouble smelling, and um, you know sleeping and just all kinds of airflow issues. Anyway, um, went back to my ENT yesterday and basically found out that or you know decided that the best. Um, 
you know, route to correct this is, you know, surgery. And um, so taking another step in this journey. Anyway, all these physical issues led to a revelation of a lot of internal heart issues. Um, And I don't mean my physical heart. I mean my emotional heart, my spiritual heart, my the uh, a lot of things that I've struggled with for a really, really long time that I really think the Lord has helped me to to see and to be aware of, Um, you know, things like anger and insecurity and impatience and fear and all kinds of stuff has, has kind of come up over the last couple months. And so it's been a process and I have really been trying to trust God through the process. Um, it feels like it's been a, a winding turn, you know, to turn that winds, you know, or it's been a journey that's been turning the left and to the right. And, but, but God's been faithful to the, through the process and he continues. And so it takes me trusting him in the process, trusting him for what he's trying to do in me and how he's trying to grow me. And so, you know, process is not always fun. I heard a long, long time ago that, um, you know, sort of this saying that the goal with God isn't the end, isn't our goal shouldn't just be to reach the end, right? It shouldn't just be to reach the finish line, to make it to heaven, uh, to be done with this life. The goal with God and our relationship with God is the process. And it's the growing, it's the journey, it's it's the forming, the shaping of becoming more like Jesus. And so trust the process today in your life. Trust God's process in your life and allow him to uh, work his process in your life. Don't fight it. Um, don't, don't crawl into fear and isolation. God wants to walk with you through your journey and through your process. I want to pray over you guys when we come back on Purity for Life uh, to wrap it up. Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for all of the seasons that we're walking through. Um, no matter who is who might listen to this, whatever season they might be walking through, whether it's the loss of a family member or um, you know the loss of a job or you know issues, problems within their marriage or physical uh, physical issues they might be having or, or emotional or whatever whatever it might be, financial, um, whatever season that you're walking with us through. Lord, we choose today to trust the process um, of the season and the purpose that you're trying to accomplish. Lord, if it's just for our growth, if it's if it's for our, um, not even just, if it's for the, the great purpose of helping us become more like you, Lord, weed out, weed out, prune out um, the things that are not of you truly the things that are not of your spirit and the things that um, are just sin, Lord. Sin and and all the junk that maybe we've held and we've kept in hiding. Lord, we just trust you, Father. Help us today to to not lean on our own understanding of of what's going on in our lives and uh, to think that we know all the answers, but to really, in all of our ways, all of our ways, all of our seasons, acknowledge you and submit to you in this process. We thank you so much that you're going to make our path straight. You're going to make our lives focused 
and Lord, you're narrowing our lives, and so we just thank you for that. I thank you for that, for what you're doing in my life today, is that even as I drive to work, um, I just just give you all the glory and all the honor. I give you all the credit. Lord, thank you for steering this ship, that you're in control of my life, and you're going to have your way through the process. I give you, I give you access and complete surrender to my heart right now. We do that all together now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Whenever we're interacting with the opposite sex or when we're in public, there's three really important ways I think with that we need to honor our spouses, and that's verbally, with our attention, and with our heart. And in the description below, I'll give a lot more detail on what I mean by each each one of those three. But I just think it's really important that as, as males especially, that, that we honor our spouses above all else, above, above all other people. I know a lot of friends, we, we have friends that are, you know, males and females, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I especially think when you're married, that you need to be really, really careful uh, as a man how many relationships, friendships, how much interaction you have with females. Your wife comes above every other female, even your mom. <laughs> Some of you guys need to hear that. So just be careful today to keep your spouse your priority. Well, that wraps it up for this week's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to Purity for Life, uh, the podcast here, and also on Anchor, which is actually where a lot of these segments are coming from throughout the week as I um, share thoughts and segments, thoughts and content with you guys. I take all these uh, all these thoughts and I wrap them up into our weekly podcast. So, But you can listen live and you can interact with me there on Anchor. If you go to anchor.fm slash purity for life, you can check it out. Go on to Anchor and uh, search Purity for Life, and you can uh, call into the station. You can comment um, during the segments as well. would love to, to have your feedback, your comments, your questions, and any way that, that we can support you and agree with you on your journey for sexual purity. So thank you again so much for listening and, uh, and, uh, and, and watching. Uh, if you go on our YouTube channel, you can watch all the past stuff. So uh, thank you guys so much for, for supporting the podcast. Have a great weekend. God bless.